you asking me this question? I have a very good reason. And now I want you to tell me. I, I'm very... Uh, I love Mary. Henry, I asked you if you and Mary had sexual intercourse. Well, I don't, I, I don't think that's any of your business. Henry! I'm sorry. You're in very bad trouble if you won't cooperate. Welcome to Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. My name is Eric. Sitting across from me is Arwen. We are the family-friendly podcast that talks about rated R movies. And more. And more. So, this movie... Yes. ...is pretty popular. Is it? Yes. Okay. It is critically acclaimed. Really? It is. Okay. It's what got him his uh, next job. Uh, the director or... The director. Okay, uh-huh. Um, it's what spawned him in getting commercial success. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is the basis of his entire career. I think I could kind of see that. Although I'd love to see a longer version of that grandmother short that we saw. No, that was just enough. <laughs> the movie we're talking about is Eraserhead. Filmed in over a course of five years, but released in 1977. It is not rated. It is one hour, 29 minutes. It's a racer head. It's David Lynch. Yeah. Uh, directed by David Lynch, starring Jack Nance, Charlotte Stewart, Alan Joseph, and Jeannie Bates. Or Jean Bates. Well, short story here is uh, I saw it at the Barnes & Noble. Mm-hmm. I've wanted to see it for a long time. I watched it once on Amazon Prime. It is no longer on Amazon Prime. It is part of the Criterion Collection. And the Criterion Collection is a company that takes movies and they package them in a special way. Okay. Showing some, you know, behind the scenes footage, some some good trailers, some extras that you wouldn't get. Plus you get like a booklet and stuff like that. Like uh, the, the Criterion Collection of the Showa era of Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Looks like a coffee table book. Yeah, I know you really want that one bad. I really want that one. <laughs> like, also, bad. Also, something that the Criterion Collection does is restore them digitally. So, what they do is, you know, like back in VHS days, mm-hmm. movies would have to fit your television. Right. Criterion kind of invented letterboxing so that the picture wouldn't be, you know, it wouldn't look like a fisheye lens. Right. Or, so that it would look better on your TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or it wouldn't be like panning. Mm-hmm. You know, it would oh, pan God, from one person to the that. next. Yeah. Watch a VHS of the original Ghostbusters. Oh my gosh, it's terrible. Really? Yeah. Wow. And so what Criterion does is they, they show you, like most of the Criterion movies, one of the options mm-hmm. is to watch it like it was when it was on television. Oh, um, but they would prefer you to watch their version. Yeah. Well, they went through a lot of trouble. Yeah. It makes sense. Um, this is the, I think, only one of two movies that, of David Lynch's that's in the Criterion Collection. Unfortunately, Lost Highway was just released on Blu-ray, and I guess it got restored, and uh, 
For some reason, they just took out all the darkness. See, I hate it when they do that, too. Yeah. It's like, there's a reason that they made it dark. Yeah. Could you imagine if they did that with, like, The Godfather? Well, they kind of did lighten up certain no, things. No, they did not. Or one version I thought did. Mm, not the one that I don't we know. have. Um, but there was another movie that we heard about that, oh, when they restored Buffy. Yeah. All they, the night scenes were, they were done in the daytime. Yeah. But there was a filter so it would look night. Yeah. Yeah, and they, they took all those filters and out. And it's like, why did you ruin it? Yeah. It's dumb. So I decided to wet our whistle when we were watching this with a couple of his short films. Uh, yeah, you tortured me. We watched uh, the ABCs. Mm-hmm. We watched his uh, Six Men the Throwing s- Up or the, something like the that. Six Six Men Get Sick or something. Yeah, I was which like, is just oh, a painting. Yeah, it's it's an animated painting, but it's just On like... On a 30 second loop. <sighs> for like five minutes. screaming and stuff. It's just awful. And then... Uh, it's art. And then we watched The Grandmother. Yes. Which was a coherent story. It was, and it was weird. And I was like, is this the Black Lodge? It is the Black Lodge. <laughs> it has to be. It's um, so bizarre. And, and if you don't know what we're talking about as far as Black Lodge, and like we're going to say a lot of dumb, weird stuff. And it's because we have watched a lot of David Lynch movies. This is our second one that we've done for this show. I mean, we talked about Dune. Dune doesn't fit the wheelhouse of regular no. David Lynch, though, because it's an established book. Right. This movie got him the job to do The Elephant Man. Okay. And Mel Brooks wanted him to do that movie. Really? Yeah. And then The Elephant Man is the one that got George Lucas to say, hey, how about you directing Return of the Jedi? And he says, nish, nish. <laughs> I'm going to direct Dune. Ah. Uh. Which was a much bigger idea. Yes. But, but David Lynch doesn't do big. It's always inside. Yeah, yeah. More real time. Yeah. I still can't picture him doing a Star Wars movie either. Oh, no. No, Ewoks would have been terrifying. As well they should have been. <laughs> Even though yeah, I they love were, the Ewoks. They were uh, cannibals. You know, in the new uh, Star Wars book, they mentioned Jar Jar Banks, and it's right after the Galactic Empire falls, and uh, Jar Jar Banks, I guess, is a street entertainer on Naboo. Really? Yeah, and uh, a lot of people hate him because he's the one that got uh, Emperor Palpatine put in his place. Oh, really? Yeah. Remember in <laughs> oh, Attack yeah, of the Clones? That's he's like, right. He will be Chancellor of yes. He will be the Emperor. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So they made him a street performer as penance. So he's now a street performer and he makes children laugh. That's all. So anyway, that's, that's a dumb aside that uh, we can talk about, I guess, eventually. <laughs> so this movie starts off and uh, you see kind of like a uh, translucent head. Yes. On its side. Yeah, he- he, he's on his side. And there's a planet. And then he... Or an he, asteroid. I, I couldn't figure out what that was. I was like, is that a rock? Is it It's, a it's moon? in space. Is it... Well, there's rocks in space. Yeah. You know, but I was like, is it a moon? Is it fibers? What the heck is it? You know, is it a tumor? Because yeah. you never know. And then he kind of floats up and down. Yeah. And I was like, I don't get what's going on. And here. they show this man... <laughs> In the uh, in the rock, 
sitting by a window with a bunch of these levers. And he starts pulling these levers. And and the man next to the window has, like... Lesions all over his body. Yeah. I, I kept calling him the diseased man because I didn't know what to call him. I think he's the man in the moon. Huh. I don't know what he is. Yeah, I put down sleeping, space, moon, dream. So, that's, that's there. Mm-hmm. And then I put down something is watching. <laughs> <laughs> um... And at that point, Jack Nance opens his mouth and a thing flies out of it, comes out of the mouth. And it's one of those things from the stage later on. Oh, okay. That's, yes, that's right. Yeah. And they show it falling into a puddle of water. So much weird here. Yeah. But then we see him walking through like an industrial area. But the first thing we see is his back to us. And he turns around and he has this really confused, almost frightened look on his face. Mm-hmm. He's holding a bag. I'm assuming is groceries. And later on, we know Wait, it's groceries. Yeah. And they just show, yeah, they show him walking. Mm-hmm. And I say, this must be Detroit. So Jack Dance in this, in this movie, uh, we find out his name is Henry. Yeah. But he has a very unusual appearance. Yeah, he's got long frizz or frizzy hair that sticks straight up. Straight up. He's wearing a suit. And he always looks constipated. Well, he looks worried. Yeah. 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 But he that's that's the look, you know. You hear uh this movie is applauded for its background music and uh background noises. Okay. Even to this day, people say it's the best. I'm not talking to the right people, apparently. No, you're not. I don't think I've ever met anyone besides someone that you might have made watch this movie that has ever seen this movie. There's a lot of people that have seen this movie. I'm sure there are a lot of people. I mean, the Criterion people put it in their collection for a reason. Yeah. But I personally haven't met anyone besides us that has ever watched this film. Really? That's weird. So... I bet you Jacob and and Luke did. It does seem like something they might have watched. I guarantee you. Probably. They probably are like, this is our favorite movie. I doubt that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Prove me wrong. Yeah. (laughs) So, it's like, he's, it's like a dystopian wasteland. It seems that way. You don't see many people in this movie. No. And there are literally nobody in the streets. Yes. Just him. Yeah. He gets scared by a dog. The sound of dogs. Yes. You didn't see the dog. Well, no. We, you didn't have to see the dog, but you kind of got the feeling like the dog was near. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's going to his apartment, but he, sta- he steps in a puddle. Yeah. And he's like, oh, man, I stepped in a puddle. Gotta keep walking. <laughs> Gotta get home. Can't yeah. do anything about it. And to... D- d- to tell you some stuff that I learned about this movie is it did take five years to make. Okay. David Lynch delivered newspapers mm-hmm. and asked for backing from friends. One of them then the husband of Sissy Spacek. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack Nance's wife was also a, a benefactor for this movie. And she she's the log lady, right? I don't know. Oh, I thought they were married. I have no idea. I thought you told me they were married. I never told you they were married. I wouldn't have. Because I don't know. Please hold. They mention her name like I should know it. Yeah. 
Oh, that's interesting. Okay, so Jack Nance was married to Catherine Coulson, who was the log lady. Yeah. From 68 to 76. The log lady in Twin Peaks. Yes, the log lady in Twin Peaks. Not this movie. There's no log lady in here. But then he was married to some other woman named Nancy Kelly in 1991 only. So that's weird. Yeah. She was much younger. I bet he was hard to get along with. Um, But she kept his hair up for the entire five years. The log lady did. Interesting. Um, Also, David Lynch slept in Henry's uh, set. Oh. His bedroom set. That's unfortunate. um, Because he had no home. Oh. So... A lot of things happened during this, the making of this movie. It's hard to be a starving artist, I would imagine. Yeah, I, I guarantee you, he loved every second of it. He's a weirdo. <laughs> a lovable weirdo. So he goes to his apartment, and it's an old. It looks like an old hotel. So, another Twin Peaksy type thing theme popped out at me during this scene when he comes in to get his mail. Yeah, is the floor is a chevron zigzag pattern. Yes, which. Must be David Lynch's favorite pattern in the entire planet. It has to be. It's in everything he does somewhere. Yeah, about. Yeah, just about. Yeah, I would say so. Honestly, it looked like if it was tile, whether it was tile or carpet, the zigzag pattern had been painted on. Yeah, I don't know if it, it was it, or not. It just had that look. I tried looking that up and it... They probably... It's a detail that nobody gives a crap about. Yes. <laughs> I do. He looks in his cubby for mail. He, like, yes. reaches into this dark hole and uh, pulls nothing out. So I'm like, can't you see what's in there? I mean, it's it's dark, but, you know, you could see a shape of <laughs> something in there, right? You don't have to reach into that scary hole. Wishful thinking. Oh, yeah, I guess. People like mail. Not as much today, but people liked getting yeah. mail. And then he gets on this elevator that uh, would scare the crap out of oh, me. Oh, yeah. And you hear electricity buzzing and it's like... <laughs> You know, because mm-hmm. in David Lynch's worlds, he loves using the sound of electricity buzzing mm-hmm. to kind of build to something. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of uh, this last season of Twin Peaks. Yeah. With the tea kettle. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really tea kettle, but that kind of sound. Yeah. He always seems to have a certain pattern mm-hmm. that he likes. There's this industrial buzzing and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. That's that's his thing. So he gets home and the uh, sexy lady from across the hall uh, says that he's been invited to dinner by, for, Mary. by his girlfriend. Yeah, Mary. Yeah. He's like, she's like, are you Henry? And I was like, I can understand not knowing who your neighbor is. Yeah. And she's the hottest thing in this movie. Yeah, she's very pretty. She looks out of place. Mm-hmm. So he's like, and this is the first words spoken in the film. Oh, yeah. I think a good 15 minutes has gone by. Probably. So there's no speaking yeah. for like 15 minutes. There's there's not a lot of dialogue. So he's like, thank you or something like that. Yeah, he, he gets all indignant at first and then he like remembers his manners. Yeah. <laughs> gets into his house, puts his stuff away, and then takes off his wet sock and puts it on the radiator. Do you think it's weird that they they focus on the radiator radiator a lot. Yeah. And they also focus on other areas. When we get a real good view of this room, mm-hmm. there's like fiber or hay or something around the radiator. Yeah. There's also the same fibers on top of like a dresser. 
Oh, it's dirt. That's clearly dirt. No, in another area. Oh, and yeah, then yeah. next to bed on the nightstand is a tree and dirt and no pot. Yeah. I don't get it. I'll explain some stuff to you in a little bit. Okay, good. So he stares at the radiator and he sees a tiny stage. Mm -hmm. Nothing's going on yet. Is this schizophrenia? No. (laughs) Yeah, like you said, there's a plant growing on the table. No pot. Piles of sod on his dresser, probably. It's so weird. Um, Uh, Threadbare blanket. Yeah. I mean, he obviously doesn't make very much money. Well, he's on vacation. (laughs) (laughs) So he walks to his girlfriend's house. Her name's Mary. Yes. Another very weird interaction here. And uh, she opens the door. No? No. He's standing out there kind of like hem-hawing around. Yeah, staring at the door. Staring at the door. And and she she opens the curtain. Oh. And they talk through the door. And she, he says something like, I haven't seen you in a while. And she's like, I thought you weren't going to come. And so. he said something about how, uh, uh, he goes, where have you been? Yeah. I and, haven't seen you in a while. Where have you been? Yeah. You kind of get the feeling of what's going to happen here already. And then she finally opens the door and it's like, dinner's almost ready. Yeah. Come in. So he comes in, meets the mother. Yeah. Um, she is known Awkward. as Mrs. X. Really? In this movie. She okay. has no name. Uh, the father is known as Mr. X. So Mrs. X is sitting there talking to Henry. And at one point, Mary just starts having a seizure or something. Yeah. And she brushes her daughter's hair. Yeah. And while Henry is talking. Uh-huh. And then we meet the father. Mm-hmm. He's behind a table or behind something and he's like what do you do henry he goes well i'm on vacation he's like oh what did you do he goes i worked over at this one place and he goes a printer huh yeah so he's a printer yes lapills factory yeah he's like what is you know what i do he's like what he goes i'm a plumber and then he gets really angry about it yeah and he says how, and in the scene... He goes, these bums don't think that these pipes came from nowhere. I put them all here. And yeah. I was like, what the heck just happened? Yeah, in the scene, you see a big pipe coming through yeah. the living area. And I was like, that's supposed to be behind walls. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but yeah, he, he said he put in all the pipes. And I was like, I put okay. in all the pipes in this neighborhood. <laughs> you think the pipes put themselves here? No, I did it. Those bums don't know anything. And then the mother has to calm him down. He's like, oh, yeah. And he's all smiles suddenly and just staring into nothing. Uh-huh. Like a, like a Soundgarden video. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. We also see Grandma in the kitchen at some point. Yeah. She's cooking the dinner, obviously. She's not doing anything but sitting in that chair. Yeah. She's catatonic. Exactly. She's, she, she can still smoke, move. though. Yeah. She doesn't move. They take something out of her hand. Well, and then put a put a cigarette in her mouth and light it. What what happens is the mother's making a salad, I think. Oh yeah, and she and uses she puts, her grandmother's hands yeah. to toss the salad. Well, I think that's a way of connecting with her and helping make sure that her arms are still moving for uh-huh. the muscle and everything. But it's it's kind of endearing, actually, if you have someone 
a, a loved one who doesn't get to move. Yeah. That you get to help them do something. But okay. it's it's an odd scene. But the, know, the odd scene, the odd part of the scene was letting her smoke. You know, Mr. X does have a name. It's Bill. It's Bill. Yeah. But in the credits, his name is Mr. X. Yeah. Yeah, they say, oh, they say his weird. name is Bill. So they're all sitting at the dinner table and the mother brings out the food. And it's these Cornish game hens. But what the guy says yeah. is like, these chickens are man-made. <laughs> what does he say? He says that they're man-made and uh, they look just like real chickens or something like that. And they're just tiny Cornish game hens, right? Basically, yes. I was trying to see if I wrote it down. And he I- said something about how his hands are numb because of something. I can't remember why his hands are numb. And that he can't cut the chickens. Usually, Mrs. X cuts the chickens. Yes. But he's giving the, uh, the, the honor. honor to Henry. And Henry's like, so do I just cut it up like a real chicken? And, and these it, are tiny chickens. I mean, There's it's about like, six of them on it, here. It's smaller than the, my hand. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you cut them up like a real chicken. Yeah. And he sits there and smiles. It's weird. And then something weird kind of happens he, here. He, he pokes it. Yeah. And like ooze comes out of it. It starts squirming. Oh, and yeah. And the legs com- move. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> So that happens. No reaction from anybody about this. Um, Henry looks really unnerved, and he kind of just Henry looks unnerved the whole. uh, Yeah, but he looks extraordinarily unnerved about this, and he just stops what he's doing. So he's. I'll explain why he looks unnerved later. Uh huh. Yeah, much later. I'm not going to reveal this to you. The mom during this scene. She gets up and leaves, or something. She goes into a weird trance. Oh yeah. And then starts crying and gets up and leaves the table. Mary yeah. starts crying and runs after her. Right. And then the two are left to their own devices. Yes. So the father is just sitting there with a blank stare and a smile on his face. And Henry's just standing, sitting well, there he, looking around. He, he, he strikes up a conversation. Yeah. Or at least tries. Mm-hmm. And then total silence. And we're like, yep, this is, this is how it really is. You know why I like David Lynch? <laughs> He takes an uncomfortable silence and really stretches that crap out. Uh-huh. In Twin Peaks The Return, there's a scene where a man is just sweeping the floor of a yes. dance floor. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, why aren't the credits rolling? Because the show ain't over yet, baby. <laughs> he, this dude just sweeps that floor, uh-huh. just sweeps uh-huh. the entire floor. A huge dance floor sweeps the entire floor Gets it in a dustbin while a telephone is ringing off the hook. Yes. And then eventually somebody comes and picks up the phone and we hear what that conversation is. Uh But until then, it was just a dude sweeping a floor with a telephone going off. Mm -hmm. So. Classic Lynch. Beautiful, classic David Lynch. (laughs) I put down Bill as a psycho. But anyway. So this leads into... The meat of the story. Yeah. Well, you know that the chicken also leaked fluids. Did I? Did we I say that? I said okay. that, yeah. Yeah, so mom needs to speak to Henry. And the first thing she says is, did you have sexual relations with Mary? <laughs> and he's like, what? <laughs> did you and Mary have sexual relations? And he says, that's none of your business. Yeah, it's none of your business. <laughs> 
Well, apparently, apparently it Mary is. had a baby. Yeah. It's premature, but it's definitely a baby. And what's funny is Mary's kind of crying. She goes, they don't even know if it's a baby. Yeah, she does say that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God, yeah. what is this? It came out of her. And Mary just keeps crying. Yes. She's just sad. She's like, well, your guys are going to get married and you're going to and she's going to live with you. Yeah. And he's like, okay. I don't remember him even saying anything. He probably did I don't think he did. But then then we get to probably the next day, I guess. Or sometime later. Oh, while, while we're in the house here, there's more of that hay fiber. Yeah. And it's just like, well, maybe it's just a thing. I'll explain yeah. all of this later. Good. Yeah, it's all going to be explained. But it's, it's, it's one of those observations that if you're looking around the room, you're like, huh. More weird stuff. Wouldn't it be funny if I pulled a David Lynch and just didn't explain anything? <laughs> I'd be kind of mad. Yeah. So we see the baby. Yeah. The next we the next scene is Mary force feeding this baby. Yeah. And I say baby in the loosest term. Okay. So the baby's head. Uh huh. Is a uh, embalmed calves fetus. Okay. And they animatronically did something with it. David Lynch doesn't even know what they did because he did not want to learn the secrets behind the making of this baby. Why? He wanted it left open. He didn't want to break the magic. Okay. You can hear David Lynch go, I don't need to know anything. I Just let me point my camera at you. (laughs) Very good impression. Yeah. So, okay. What about the rest of its body? Body. Oh, it's wrapped up. We don't see its body. Yeah, I know. So the head is made out of okay a calf's fetus. It's also buried now. Is uh, it? Yeah, they had a, a, a wake for it, and oh. they buried it somewhere in California. Well, that's kind of sweet. Yeah. Um, it is severely deformed. It looks like E.T. is what I it, put down. Yeah, it's, it's not a baby. It's not a human baby. And, and Mary's having trouble feeding it. Yes. The baby's obviously in pain or tired or cranky or has to use a potty. I don't know what the baby wants because that baby is a MacGuffin. Yeah. The whole time they have that baby, it's wrapped. Yeah. And you're like, um, you're feeding it. Aren't you going to have to change it? Obviously That's not. A, a real baby. You yeah. would think that. I'll explain all this later. Everything is going to get explained. I I feel like you're not going to explain diddly squat. (laughs) No, I promise. It's all going to be explained. Okay. We don't have to worry about the weirdness because the weirdness happens because it's this. Yes. All right. Uh Uh-huh. So Henry comes home and he reaches into his cubby hole and he pulls out a thing. It's like a little box. Yeah. He opens the box and there's some kind of a worm. I call it a worm. Yeah. It's like a worm or a uh, something. Yeah. He's excited about it. Yeah. He takes it and he puts it in his jewelry box. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he does. Uh, And then he uh, stares at the radiator while the baby's crying and uh, Mary is frustrated. And you see the stage kind of light up this time. Yes. The baby can't stop crying. And Mary can't sleep. Yeah, they go they go to bed. Baby can't stop. And finally she's like, 
I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm leaving. I'm going home. Yeah. And I was like, um, I get being frustrated with a newborn. Yeah. But I also get that that's your baby, quotation mark baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and y- you got to tough it out. No, you don't. You could be like Mary and just leave. That's not right. Hey, that lady in Utah or wherever, she, uh, the FBI are out on her and her kids both disappeared. Nobody seems to give a crap except for the FBI. Uh, Parents don't care. I, I, I heard recently that the new husband said that the kids are okay. And I'm like, then just produce them. Yeah, where are they? I don't believe you. Yeah. Here we are talking about current events in 2,000 years in the future. Somebody's going, <laughs> what are they talking about? Google it. Google it. Yeah. What's Google? Search engine it. It's like, what's a search engine? Anyway, there's a rainstorm. Mary yelled at the baby at one point. I can, I, I can understand this. Yeah. She's just like, shut up. But, you know, if you're premature and you don't look like a real baby and you're in pain, you're going to yeah. cry all the time. So after Mary leaves, yes, uh, Henry's tasked with taking care of this child. Well, he now, is on vacation. How is he supposed to go to work? He's on vacation. Oh, yeah. He's on vacation. She even said, you're on vacation. You can you can help out for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Which he should have been doing anyway. At one point... Very soon after this, he turns on the lights and the baby's just covered in sores and it's coughing. Yeah, he goes, oh, you are sick. And you're like, that's the first fatherly thing that I think you've ever done. He didn't say, oh, you are sick. He goes, you are sick. I thought he said, oh, you are sick. I don't think so. I don't know. But he uh, he, he takes his temperature. Yep. And then he sits with it with a kind of a tea kettle humidifier. Yeah, yeah. Some kind it was of a old steam. school, yeah. creepy steam thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's just weird. And then uh, he stares at the radiator a little bit more, and uh, we see the lady do the dance. I call her the mumps lady. The mumps lady, the cloud lady. Cloud lady. She's steam. She's made of steam. Oh. Yeah. She's supposed to be a cloud. I I think she's steam. Okay. And uh, then these little she embryo looking a, things. She isn't a radiator. That makes yeah. sense. <laughs> she's called the radiator lady in the in the credits. Okay. And then she's doing a little dance. And then uh, these little embryo things start falling and she starts squishing them. Yeah. So there's that. You know, going all the way to the back to the, the beginning where he's on his side and everything. Yeah. When, whenever I get to the part where I'm like, oh, Mary's pregnant, I always wonder if that opener is them having sex and that baby being produced, you know, like conceiving the baby at that point. That's, that's what I always think the opener really is. That, that could be it. Yeah. Or it could be what I'm going to explain in a little bit. Oh yeah, I'm sure it is. In the future. I'm going to explain this. That's, yeah. You got that smile like you're lying. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Mary is back, kind of, maybe. But she's like sleeping on top of Henry. 
Henry's like, move, you're you're crushing me or something like that. Well, that's before the baby gets sick. No. It's not? No, this I is thought after. it was before. Mary comes back, but I think that part didn't really happen. But yeah, I wasn't sure if Mary was really there or not either because uh, yeah. because he starts pulling out those, those embryo yeah. thingies. And I'm like, were those supposed to be aborted babies or miscarried babies or what the heck is that? I think you're thinking way too much into it. I'll explain in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he keeps taking those embryo things, though, and he throws them against yeah. the wall. Yeah. Um, it's so it, yeah. weird. And there's no evidence of it later. So it right. does make it seem like it might might have been a dream. The thing that he... Uh, oh, yeah. The thing that he put in the jewelry box... Yes. It comes to life and buries itself in the pot or in the non-potted it, plant. Yes. In the dirt. Yeah. So it's just there now. That was really weird, by the way. I put down, I don't know what's happening. So there's that. Yeah. And so then we see Henry sitting on the bed. Yep. And his attention goes to the door. Mm-hmm. He opens it and Mary's no longer here. Uh-uh. No, she's gone. Yeah. And he sees the sexy lady yeah, in sexy the hallway. Yeah, sexy there. And does she say that she's locked herself out? Yeah, I think that's what she said. I think that's what she said. So. And then she's in the apartment. Mm-hmm. She sees the baby. Yep. But doesn't see the baby. He covers the baby's mouth while it's crying, too. Yes. I was like, oh, dill hole move. Yeah. And then they do it. His bed turns into a hot tub. Yeah. This has to be a dream. Why are you talking about that? It has to be a dream. Why? Because his bed turned into a hot tub. Yeah. And then they, they do it, kind of. They do it. Like, they, they're they kissing, and then they go under the water, except yeah. for all of her hair. And then we cut to a scene, back to the radiator on the stage. Yes. And we hear, in heaven. Yeah, radiator later. Everything back. is fine in heaven. Everything is fine in heaven. Mm-hmm. Everything yeah, is fine. Yeah, she repeats fine. herself. You got all your things and I got mine. Uh-huh. And then she sings that verse again. Yes. It's so weird. And then Henry appears on the stage. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? And they kind of interact a little bit. Then he goes behind this thing, this, like, wall. And his head pops off. Oh, yeah. And then in place of his head is uh, the head of the baby. And then the head is covered in ooze. And then the head sinks down through the floor. Lands in in, in the street where a kid runs over to it. Picks it up, takes it to a pencil factory, and they make erasers out of his head. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. How exciting was that scene? (laughs) It was a lot longer than that. And you're just sitting there going, what am I watching? Right there. They test test his his eraser ship, too. Yeah. Yeah. Right there is where they should have just rolled credits and not explained anything. Instead, yeah. they had to explain so much more. Did they really explain anything, though? They sure did. They didn't explain anything. <laughs> okay. Um, so so he, he wakes up in bed. Yes. He's soaking wet now. Mm-hmm. He stares. Nobody's there. Yeah, he stares at an empty bed. 
the baby's like coughing. Yes. Um, he opens the door, sexy neighbors with another man. Yeah, Henry just stares. Yeah. So the baby starts laughing. And I think this is where he goes, okay, kid, I'm, I'm, I need to know. And so he, he like gets. I wouldn't have called that laughing at all. I thought it was laughing. It was coughing. It was laughing. No. See, I, I interpreted that as laughing. What, you think it was coughing? I think it was coughing. And then I think that he was just going to take the wrappings off of it to see. Oh. what was going on yeah so he starts taking the wrappings off and you find out that it. yeah he takes cuts him out and you find out that uh what was holding this baby together was them damn wrappings yes so now it's die dead or dying yeah it's it's gasping i was like i thought maybe he also cut through its skin no Ugh. why why would you keep that alive it's not I don't know. I uh, anyway, <laughs> he stabs its heart. Yeah, or lung. Something. It He's, starts oozing. He stabs an organ. The baby dies. Yeah, but not only that, it starts foaming, like ridiculous amounts of yeah. foam. Yeah. And I'm like, what am I watching? Well, fortunately, that's where the movie ends. <sighs> oozing everywhere, foam everywhere. WTF. Yep. It's head flying out, sparks, giant head looms at him. Um, <laughs> bulb burns out, baby head huge. We see eraser dust again. Mm-hmm. And that's the end. We move into the something area. Diseased man, shaving metal, mumps girl hugs Henry, light, peace, darkness, end. Yep. Yeah. There so, you go. So, did Henry die? Was this all dreams? Is this, you know, a, a drug-induced... So, what? everything in this movie mm-hmm. did not happen. <laughs> so, it was a dream. Nothing in this movie was real from the beginning of the movie to the end of the movie. We weren't in the physical realm. We were inside somebody's head. He was dreaming. He was having a nightmare. That was it. So it was all a dream. Yeah. All right. So that's it. It was just a dream. I I think David Lynch has had some really messed up dreams in his life. Probably. Um, The baby represented something in his personal life. Okay. His daughter was born with severely clubbed feet. Had to have a couple operations. Mm -hmm. So it was having trouble. Yeah. The daughter has said this, that that baby represents her. Aww. So, and, and the frustrations it was to taking care of a child that was very sickly. Oh, yeah. I wondered if if they had had a child that had died, actually. Yeah, I thought that, too. But, no, the baby the baby is alive, and I believe she's an accomplished director herself. Oh, good. So, That's awesome. If it's the one I'm thinking of. Because uh-huh. he's had a couple children, and I know for a fact that one of them is a director. Okay. But, uh, yeah, he's a... Uh, He's fully into dreams. Mm-hmm. We know this from the most recent uh, Twin Peaks. Yeah. Everything in there, like, I had that Monica Bellucci dream yes. again, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. Or are we in a dream? Right. Are we in a dream within a dream? hmm You know, those kind of things. Right. Even in Dune, you kind of were like, 
is this a dream? Mm-hmm. Blue Velvet, is this a dream? A lot of Blue Velvet felt like a dream. Mulholland Falls, almost all of it is a dream. Mulholland Drive? Mulholland Drive. Lost Highway, I haven't seen it more than once. So yeah, I've only seen while. it the one time, and it, it seems like it's a fever dream. Yeah, and Inland Empire seems like it might also be set inside of a dream. The Elephant Man was a pretty straightforward movie. Mm-hmm. It wasn't his script, so he treated it like it wasn't his script. Yeah. He also did a movie about a man who finds out that his brother is dying, and since he doesn't have a driver's license, he takes his rider mower across state lines to go see his brother before he died. Oh, wow. And that's a Disney movie. Really? Yeah. Huh. So I'm kind of hoping that ends up on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was that was Eraserhead. It is not a favorite of mine. I don't see why not. It's so weird. It's no weirder than any other movie that we've seen. Yeah. I think between the visuals, um, some of the content. Like, it was easier to watch it this time because I've seen it before. Yeah. I kind of knew what to, I was getting into. But you tell me about your dreams all the time. Oh, that doesn't mean I want to put them on film. My dreams are weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is. I like the movie. I like what it And you are represents. fully entitled to. Um, millions of people love this movie. They are, they are welcome to. That doesn't mean I have to watch it. So anyway, this has been Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. You can follow us on Facebook. We are Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. You can also follow us on Twitter. We are at Funtime Movies One. That is Funtime Movies and the number one. Uh, subscribe to us on Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Podchaser. Podchaser, anything. Everything. Yeah. Leave us a review. Tell people that you like us. Mm-hmm. Tell people that you hate us. Tell people that we got this whole movie wrong. Because <laughs> I know that you're out there. I know, I know. Some guys probably like, that's not what that movie was about. <laughs> that movie was about something else. I don't know what. Anyway. That's what I think they'll do. Uh-huh. So anyway, with that being said, go watch a movie.